everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. I hope that you realize that every day is a fresh new start, that every sunrise you get to experience is the start of a new chapter. And what I really hope is that you truly trust the next chapter that is to come for you simply because you know that you are the author of it. Doesn't it feel good knowing that you can trust everything that's to come for you, good, bad, ugly, whatever it may be, simply because you know that you are in the seat of the author. You get to take on that role. We're going to talk about that this week. We're going to talk about what's that next chapter? What is next for you and your life. But before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about talk of the week. Uh, Y'all, I have this argument. (laughs) Mexican food is a lot of the same thing, a lot of the same ingredients, and some of it's just bigger than the other or cooked differently. That's just my thought about it. So yes, this week is a taco, but is a taco that is rolled up and basically is a taquito. Okay. There's still a talk in it, right? keto. Um, So you're just going to enjoy it. Anyways, that's what I got for you. So with that being said, (laughs) this week, shrimp taquitos are going to be the healthy, delicious taco recipe of the week. Uh, Y'all, this is such a fun recipe because we've got the holidays coming up. We've got both Christmas and New Year's Eve. If you're looking for like fun finger foods, appetizers, this is it. This is so freaking it. So if you would like to pique your interest or explore your interest more and go to the show notes and check out the recipe card, that'd be pretty cool because this one's definitely worth it. Alrighty, now that I'm done being a complete dork, let's go ahead and talk about uh, what's next. What is next for you in this upcoming season of life, uh, in this next week, this next month, whatever it is that you're looking to maybe get some clarity on. We have a brand new year that is already around the corner in like T minus three weeks, which is just absolutely crazy for me. I know for me, I'm coming off of world championships um, from DECA and I, anytime I come off of a competition or an event, I normally just am filled with so much awareness of how I'm feeling and like just this like want to reflect on what is next for me. And so I felt like this was such a good week to talk about this so that when you do start off the new year, or maybe you're ready to just hit the ground running right now and just start making a change, start and writing that next chapter of your life, you have some tools, some perspective, some advice as you start to do that. Um, And so really what I want to talk about first before talking about what it is to reflect about is how often should you be reflecting? When should you be reflecting? Like I just mentioned, I just got done competing at a world championships. And after that, right, it makes so much sense to be like, well, what worked? I worked most of this year for this moment. What worked? What didn't work? What is my heart really tugging on to do next? So maybe it's after a big event for you where you schedule some time, you take the week off from, you know, doing other personal growth work and you just get silent. You go somewhere, you take a journal with you, you do a brain dump, you just get really silent with yourself and give yourself that space to think through those things, right? So maybe it's after big moments where you schedule something specific. 
maybe this is something that you're doing weekly where every single week on a Sunday or Saturday or whenever you flip over the new week, you think about what really worked this week. And I think that this really works. And I would also throw daily in there as well, too. These micro reflection, um, I guess, time periods is what I'll call them. They work really well when you already know at a higher level what you're working towards. So if you know at a higher level, X is the destination of where we're trying to head, I think these micro things, micro reflection points are really, really helpful. But on the other end, I do really think that there is a lot, a lot of benefit and reflecting monthly. I know that one thing that I do is every single month, and some months are better than others, but at the very beginning or the very end of the month is I will take myself on a little date. And especially during the summertime, I'd go take myself on a hike and I'd bring a journal with me and just get silent again and just brain dump whatever it is that's on my mind. And I'd find so much clarity in that. Maybe for you, it's going to sit at a coffee shop. Maybe for you, it's going to do something that you really just want to do with yourself, by yourself, totally with yourself, and allow for yourself to just think and just to be and see what comes up for you. Um, And then, of course, there's the other measures of the new year, the new quarter. Um, Those can be some things that you look at as well, too. Um, But some other kind of, not necessarily intangible, but... These might happen just randomly. Some other times where I feel like it's really benefit to reflect is when resistance in our life occurs. Because anytime that there is resistance, there is huge opportunities for learning lessons and signs that you are at a turning point. Every single time I've hit resistance, I always see it as such a blessing. And I'm so grateful for it because I know that A, I am making progress in my life. If I wasn't seeking or if I wasn't feeling any sort of resistance, I would not be making any sort of progress. I truly, truly believe that. So if you feel that, don't look at it and label it as a bad thing. Realize there's opportunity here in this. There is a moment of learning. There is some sort of sign that the universe or whatever it is that you believe in is telling me that I'm at a crossroad. I'm at a turning point and I got to make a decision. So it's time to get really quiet and aware and reflect on what it is that I need to reflect on. Okay, And another sort of intangible, abstract way of knowing when it's time to reflect is when you are in a flow state. There will be moments where like I will just be maybe, again, hiking or taking a shower or in the car, right? And all of a sudden it hits and I'm like, whoa, the answer that I have been searching for, the thing that I have been wanting clarity on just hit and I got to take a moment to listen to these I know that sometimes it doesn't always make realistic sense to stop in the moment, but I am asking for you to give yourself permission to do that and to honor yourself by listening, right? There's going to be times where maybe we schedule out that monthly, that weekly, that yearly time to reflect, and we're not in that state of flow. We're not in that space to really think about what is tugging on my heartstrings right now? Like what what is some of the internal resistance in my life that's going on right now that I haven't really maybe addressed? Sometimes when you go down, go to sit down and actually schedule something, it's not the right moment. So there's going to be times where you have to just stop and let in what your gut, what the universe is trying to tell you. So just a couple of things to think about of when it's time to reflect, because I think that one of the most powerful tools that we have as human beings is not only to be aware, but to be aware of something and reflect on it and to do that as often as we can. Because the more that we can do that, the more that I feel that we are present 
with exactly where our feet are at in our life right now. And we can take very intentional steps forward. And imagine if you started to live your life with more intentionality, where you would be. I promise you it will completely shift and change the game for you. So now it's this question of what's next, right? And I think what's next comes along with, well, let's ask ourselves, what do I need to reflect about? Because again, through this reflection process, you're going to get a ton of clarity around like, oh, this is what it is that's needing my attention, my love, my effort. And so a couple of questions for you, I have four of them that maybe one of them will resonate. And again, you can take pen to paper. You could just take some time to talk it out. You can go on a walk and really think about it. Whatever fits for you in this moment. What does the future me look like? And what experiences does she go through to build like that badass, right? I always think about the future me of like, this is the person that I'm working to become. And then I want to think about what are the trials, the tribulations, the good times, the bad times, like what are the experiences, the accomplishments, the things that she literally trudges her way through to build that person that she is. And this is a great opportunity just to brain dump that down. And I hope that you don't just write down the good things. I hope you write down the challenging things, the things that do provide that resistance to your life. And what you'll find through that is, whoa, There is something on this piece of paper. There's something that really hit for me in this moment where it's like, I'm feeling called to really address that, to seek that out, right? So thinking about what does the future me look like? And maybe you start with what what do I want my future me to look like? I think that's such a powerful question. What does the future me look like? What does he or she look like, act like? How is she viewed? What kind of legacy does she leave? And from there, through the trickle-down process, you're going to start to find those little bits and pieces that are like, hmm. I'm feeling like maybe this is an area of opportunity or I really feel like with where I'm at in my flow state of life, this is the one that I could really move the needle on, okay? So that's the first thing to maybe reflect about or one of the things that you can reflect about. Another thing that you could ask yourself are, or is, what are some things that I feel regret towards? Now, I'm not really big on like the negative stuff. You guys know me. I'm a very positive, bubbly, some would call me probably the optimist. (laughs) I'll take it. I, I don't even care. But Truly, I think that there is something beautiful in looking at what are the things that I regretted, maybe from this past year or the last couple of years. What are those things that still sort of haunt me to this day that I wish that I could have gone back and done it a little bit differently, right? You can't get the chance to go back and do it differently, but what you can do is implement it into your future, right? You can take that feeling of, I know what it feels like. I know what the consequences are like. This is my driver now to take me into the next thing. So what are those things that maybe have been nagging on you, whether it's been, you know, a couple of weeks, couple of months, years, I don't care what it is. What are those things that, again, you're internally feeling resistance about that maybe keep you up at night that you're like, hmm, if I would address this, I would be protecting my peace. I would be bringing peace back to my life a little bit. That could be a really, really powerful experience for you. The next thing that I'm going to talk about is the wheel of life, okay? So the question that you could ask yourself is where in this overall wheel of life do I feel like I have opportunity to grow within? If you are familiar with Tony Robbins and some of his speakings, um, and I would say even too, Brendan Burchard does a lot of this stuff as well. But they talk about the wheel of life. And these are different categories of your life. Things from community to relationships to financials, tons of different things, right? You could literally search it up online. I'm not going to go to each one of them. But search up wheel of life and you will find it. 
And you can basically rate yourself on different categories of life. Some of them will come with different questions to ask yourself of how do you feel about this? You know, where are you at in certain things in this category? And you rate yourself. And what you'll find is, do I have a nice, beautiful circle? Or does it look like something got popped? Does it look like a spike came and hit my wheel? (laughs) Those are the areas that are really telling for you to be like, hmm, I am really good in the physical aspect, but I am terrible at addressing my mental aspect. Or maybe it's vice versa, right? There's a ton of different things to consider, but that's a very tangible way and a very great, honest, open, reflective, genuine way to see where am I at in my life and maybe what area of life do I need to focus on in this upcoming season? The last thing that I will say about what it is that you should be reflecting on in order to get clarity about what's potentially next for you is what is the one thing when you are at the end of this lifetime that you look back and say, I am so proud of myself that I did that and I did not give in. Granted, you might not be after accomplishing that thing right now. It might be something really big, a really big legacy, a really big goal. Maybe that goal you know is not going to happen for a long time. That is okay. This is a great question to ask yourself because then you get to go really high level of like, this is what I want to say that I'm really proud of. This is what I want people to remember me for. And you get to sort of funnel down into what are the little experiences that you have, the things that you've done that allowed for you to move the needle far enough to get to that point, to say at the end of your life, I am so proud of myself that I was able to accomplish this. That's a very powerful thing that you can do as well too. Maybe some new things that you didn't think would pop up, pop up for you. You can do as many of these or as little as these as you would like. Maybe there's one that that really stuck out to you more than other. But guys, just the mere fact that you are doing this, you are taking such a huge step forward and I need for you to know that, okay? And what I need for you to know as well too is that maybe what's next doesn't pop out right away. Sort of like I said at the beginning of when you should be reflecting is that sometimes when you schedule time to sit down and do it, it doesn't it doesn't happen. You're not in that flow state. It just it doesn't feel authentic or genuine. You feel like you're kind of pulling teeth a little bit. That is okay. But make sure that you are taking care of yourself so that you are firing on all cylinders. And what I mean by that is you're getting enough sleep, you're drinking enough water, you're putting good foods into your body, you're surrounding yourself with really good people, you're moving your body in a way that you enjoy, right? Like make sure that those things are firing on all cylinders because when you are in that space of I feel good, I feel at peace, then what happens is out of nowhere, I swear to God, it just instantly pops into your mind and you're like, that was it. And it has no rhyme or reason, it just does. But you gotta make sure that you're ready for it as well too. And the only way that I've known to truly be ready for things is to be 100% invested in myself. And making sure that I am taking care of myself first. Because think about it. If you're not ready for it and you got the answer right there in the palm of your hands, you're never going to be able to reach the potential of what's next for you if you aren't firing on all cylinders. And I get it. Some seasons of life, some moments, it's going to be harder than others. And you got to give yourself grace for that. I'm not saying that this is going to be a perfect linear trajectory. And I'm not saying that you should start or wait to start until everything is perfect. But what I'm saying is you have to do what you can with what you have. If you got 50% in the tank, give all 50%. But make sure you're doing what you can to fill up your tank as much as possible every single day with just those little things that bring you joy. And here's the last thing that I want to leave you with 
is now that you might have a better idea at this point of what's next for you and you're feeling really confident and trusting yourself that this next chapter is going to be something freaking special or transformative is we need to address the elephant in the room, which is motivation. And if you have struggled with motivation, especially when you've hit those tough moments or just those days where you really don't want to do this, I need you to not only listen to this, but go back to other podcasts where I've talked about motivation, how to gain more of it, or just the fact that motivation is pure bullshit, (laughs) right? Here's what I need for you to hear. External validation will never, ever, 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 ever get you to where you were capable of going. It'll be, there'll for sure be moments where like maybe the podium or whatever it is, like that'll make you move. There are some people that are really good at driving off of external validation, but there's going to be those moments where you feel like you were on your hands and knees and you were freaking crawling. You're like, I don't think I could crawl on. And you got to figure out how to dig deep and to keep going. And motivation is not going to be there to help you. So where do you go? You go back internally. And I'll tell you what I said to a client the other day. I was training her and she was talking about, she said, I'm just so tired of being fat. And I hate when people say that, but like I, you know, I was, I was working with her on this. I was like, I really don't like when you say this, but I understand. And I kept asking her, well, what, what right now is driving you? And she said, well, I had some friends saying like, just make a simple goal of like trying to close your, you know, exercise ring. It always feels so good when you close your exercise ring. Right. And she was talking about externals. And so I said, okay, that's, you know, that's an option for sure. If you feel, you know, excited about doing that and that'll keep you going, then amazing. I said, let me ask you this. Why are you tired of being fat? And she gave a reason. I said, okay, and why are you tired of that? And I just kept asking her that question over and over again. And I kept even asking her the question of like, and how is that impacting your life? And how is that impacting you negatively? And why are you sick and tired of that? And I just kept asking why until we got down to the core root, almost to the point where she was tearing up. And I was like, that is what's going to pull you out of bed on the hard days. That is what's going to help you do that extra rep when you don't want to. Going back internally is everything, you guys. And I told her, I said, you know what, when I was at the start line at world championships, um, and I've used the same tactic as well too, when I'm competing ninja, um, as well as when I, uh, maybe I have a really tough workout. I have a tough workout coming up in a few hours and you better believe I'm about to use this. That I told her is like, when I was at the starting line, you want to know what I thought about? I was definitely thinking about all the training and the gratitude that just to even be here, like to get to this point. But I thought about that girl crying in the yoga studio because she was with a terrible, toxic human. She had the wrong friends. She had no direction in life. She was sick of feeling the way that she was feeling and being depressed and crying and lethargic and so tired that she could barely walk up the stairs or just go on a walk with her mom one day on a nice summer day. I think about that girl. I think about how proud I am that that girl never gave up and that I get to show up for her in this moment today. That's what I think about. And she just was silent. She goes, and it makes sense why you are where you are. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) that's the point. So you guys, I need for you to hear that so loud and clear is that motivation is never going to be there when you need it, especially when you feel so confident and so convicted around what's next for you. Please remember to be aware, to reflect, to come back home to you internally and to tell yourself not only why you can do it, but why you must do it. And when you do those things, the amount of trust, the amount of belief that you build in yourself 
That's what builds discipline. That is what builds true self-love. And when you have those things, guys, what's next for you? (laughs) The sky's the freaking limit. That's all I'll tell you. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And I hope that this episode truly gave you something to go off of so that you can attack this next year, this next week, whatever it is that you're looking to do with such confidence and such trust in yourself that you are taking the right step. If you feel like someone else needs to hear this message, please be sure to forward this along to them. Share it on social media, whatever feels good in your heart. And until then, you guys, thank you again for all the love and support. I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Talk About It Tuesday. See you then.